Flying Bull Productions presents Laugh, Literature, and Film. Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Production Studios, it's Laugh, episode 95, a wee laugh for the November 13th weekend. I'm your host, Mr. Two Frames. Joining me in studios, as always, is the L-Train. How are you? I'm very, very good, Mr. Two Frames. How are you? I'm doing well. Really? Yeah. You uh, noticed you were a little verklempt earlier. Yeah, just work is work. And yeah. It is what it is. Now we get to do the fun stuff. But we're back into a lull of movie releases, and I noticed there, there are some big releases coming out. None this week. Well, maybe. I don't know. But nothing I want to see until phew, December. This is an interesting... Um, no, it's not interesting. <laughs> what is it? I, I think it's an obvious move by the studios to get out certain genre films that don't always play well. How come either Peanuts movie or Spectre didn't, didn't come out this weekend? Come out this week, yeah. Or the Beca- week before. Because they're playing to different audiences. This weekend... It's about getting in your faith-based movie, your uh, holiday pick, and then your biopic or biopic that you hope will win, you know, some awards. So you must be talking about the thirty-three. Yeah, the thirty-three, starring Antonio Banderas, uh, based on the real-life event when a gold and copper mine collapsed. It trapped thirty-three miners underground for sixty-nine days. Do you remember remember when this happened? I do remember when it happened. It was almost intriguing oh you were not quite you no, weren't I, caught up in the no fervor? i wasn't mesmerized no they had like what a 14 inch hole that they were like sending supplies up and down well it took them a while to for them to get that hole they, mm-hmm. or even to drill that hole yeah they had to go really slowly because they risked uh collapsing the mine the rest of the way yeah this is not it wasn't real i mean it was a news story there were since then there have been probably 34 other mine collapses i mean what what is it that makes this thing exceptional i remember a lot of my family was into it when they were rescuing the miners and actually pulling them up i turned it on for my class and we watched a little bit of it because the huh. people had to ride in a tiny sled it was something like a 30 minute trip up the mine shaft they had to drag them pretty slowly and you're in a bots that would make a coffin feel roomy it seems like it's an interesting story to hear mm-hmm Maybe someone to talk about or even to read yourself. I just don't know how how it would come across on the screen and why it would even be produced. Well, Plus, it's got the world's worst title. The 33? Yeah. It he, says nothing. I, I I thought of five more titles that I thought were better. What what are some of your titles? Minor Malfunction. <laughs> All Mine. Bowels of Earth. No? I, Deepness. Well, the the book that it was based on by Hector Tobar uh-huh. was called Deep Down Dark. I like that a lot better. Deep Down Dark, I think, is the best. I'm not sure you go for the pun. <laughs> all mine? Yeah. All right. You could be mine, all mine. I don't know. The guy Mario Sepulveda, the mm-hmm. person that uh, they called him Super Mario, he was sort of the leader. Could he? Could you ask for a better person to play you than Antonio Bandales? Yeah, I think... Antonio wants to get nominated for Best Actor. I, I haven't heard a lot of buzz about this picture, though. It's it's coming in a very strange plot space again. Who knows? It, it could make $30 million, It might make $4 million. 
Now it'll probably do a little bit better than that, but it's coming in a lot of theaters. And I don't know. Do you think, uh, well, box office is going to be weird. I think it makes 10 to 12 million. When is the last time Antonio Bandales did anything? Of note? Of note. I mean, I know he was puss. Puss in, in boots. boots. Uh, he was in the Spy Kids franchise. Yeah, again. Uh, Does, did he show up in Expendables 3? <laughs> again, he, we don't know. So, he. I mean, he's headlined in the movie. It's also got Lou Diamond Phillips in it. I like that guy. I do like that. His Don Luco. Probably saw him last in... Rachel versus Guy Celebrity Cook-Off. <laughs> Do you know he finished in 186th place in the 2009 World Series of Poker? I did not know that. How much money do you think he won? What place again? 100-something? 168th. Or 86th. In the 2009, I don't know, $43,000. $35,000. Yeah, it's pretty close. Uh, Juliet Binoche is also in this. Yeah. So. James Brolin, he's, he's got a part in it too. You last saw him in Accidental Love. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not a great film uh so what else is coming out in theaters i didn't know you said that it was faith-based I, I suppose you're talking about my all-american yeah that's that that was the flavor i got from the trailer that i saw i haven't watched any trailers i'm a little trailer reverse but this one is written and directed this is by angelo pizzo who wrote rudy and hoosiers arguably two of the greatest sports movies of all time yeah that is redeeming this movie a little bit in my eyes. Uh, this is his first directorial date, uh, directorial film. Right. So he wrote again, Rudy and then Hoosiers. And then he wrote another movie about, uh, soccer, which apparently no one saw the game of our lives. Soccer. Who yeah, cares? exactly. <laughs> nobody watches the sport. Nobody watches a movie based on the sport. Uh, it's got Finn Wintrock in it. Mm-hmm. He was, he's apparently he's playing, uh, Freddie Steinmark, who wants all he wants most in the world is to play football, but apparently he's a little too small. Until University of Texas coach Daryl Royal notices him for his uh, hard work and gives him a scholarship, a chance to play in the Longhorns, and Freddie sets off to Austin, determined to make the team. And he's got some pals that he hangs around with. I'm not going to say anything more because it might get into some sort of spoiler territory, and I don't really need to spoil a movie if you're interested in seeing a football movie. I had never heard of this guy's story, and I follow football quite a bit. Well, it's from 1969, right? Uh, I mean, it's a long time ago. Yeah, but I mean, you would think this guy's story would be a little bit more famous. Uh, Like I said, I watched the trailer and thought it was kind of faith-based, inspirational. And so I did a little research on the guy and found out what was really going on with him. This, well, it's like uh, Gale Sayers and, dealing with. Yeah, a very strange injury. Yeah. So, uh, I like a lot of the people involved in this. Aaron Eckhart's playing the coach. Robin Tooney is mm-hmm. also in it. I really liked her on The Mentalist and Prison Break. So, I like the people involved. I really like the writer of this. I'm not sure how much I'm going to like him as a director, though. I guess that would it remains to be seen, and it remains to be seen in six to seven months when it comes out on uh, on Redbox, probably. Yeah, I, I doubt that I'm going to take the time to go to the movies to see this. This could become the TNT special uh, movie of the week that is constantly playing on TNT. Oh yeah, on I on mean, a loop. Yeah, this has all those hallmarks. So, all right. Oh well. Uh, the last thing coming out is Love the Coopers. Are you ready for Christmas? Hate the Coopers. 
<laughs> when four generations of the Cooper clan come together for their annual Christmas Eve celebration, a series of unexpected visitors and unlikely events turn the night upside down, leading them all toward a surprising rediscovery of family bonds in the spirit of the holiday. What are we doing? What are we doing? Why do we? Uh, Is it too early? For it's this? not Thanksgiving yet. It's not even Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. We're weeks away from Thanksgiving. Here's my thought: you get the movie out now. <laughs> And then, and then you can you... rush it out video on demand for right. Christmas. Nobody's going to watch this thing. It's got an amazing cast. All right, who? Olivia Wilde, Amanda Seyfried, <laughs> Marissa Tomei, Diane Keaton, John Goodman, Ed Helms, Alan Arkin. Wow. I love all those people. Yeah, they're all they're all character actors in bit roles. Who's the lead? Uh, I guess John Goodman, because he plays the... Pa- er, <laughs> John, John Goodman. It's not going to be the lead <laughs> They're all they're okay. Whatever. It's like watching a, a basketball team of sixth men. Do you know what the original title was for this? No, the most wonderful time. Huh. Wow. Would that have made you hate this movie even more? No, I, I don't hate it. I haven't seen it, but I just don't know what we're doing. Why? Why? Why are we even wasting time with something like this? Why is it? I mean, I like Marissa Tomei. This is your. Uh, Your standard holiday fair, I yeah, get it. You've got to have a Christmas film come but out, but you don't have to have it two weeks before Thanksgiving. Well, I saw it at the Food Lion; they already have uh, Christmas decorations out. We've skipped Thanksgiving. Well, what decorations do you put up for Thanksgiving? A turkey. Plus, you got to give people time to buy it because if you're like my family, you start decorating the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, Jiminy Christmas! All right, M- more years than not, we have put up a tree on the day after Thanksgiving. I put up a tree on the day after Christmas, <laughs> and it stays up until Easter. You find all those free ones on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Are so, you going to see this? Are you going to see Love the Coopers? You're looking at if, not... if I had to go to the theater this weekend to watch something, I would probably go watch Love the Coopers. <laughs> oh, wow. That, okay. That's where my money is. Very good. Where's your money? You have to go see one of these three films. What do you go watch? Jeez Louise, man. Peanuts movie. No, no, no. You got to pick something from this week. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'd go, I'd pay money to go see the 33, but then I'd sneak into the Peanuts movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <sighs> well, if you're staying at home, what you could do is you could swing by the Red Bots and pick up Mr. Holmes. There's been a lot of Sherlock Holmes films and TV shows over the last couple of years. This one puts an interesting spin on it. They cast Ian McKellen, uh, best known for playing Magneto mm-hmm. and the X-Men films, as an old, retired Sherlock Holmes who is dealing with dementia. And with the help of a young boy, he actually writes a Sherlock Holmes story. Well, yeah, but then the conceit is that Watson writes all the stories as the narrator of Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to... Yeah. Well, I think he's trying to set the record straight on one of his one of the mysteries yeah. that he has held secret in a long time and for a long time. Watson told it one way because that's the way that Watson knew it, but he's trying to set like I think he wants to make amends for whatever uh decisions he made during the during the discovery phase of that mystery. So, it's a it's a good movie. It, it probably is probably in my top 20 i don't know where it would fit in my top 10 of the year but it was a pretty enjoyable experience in the theater but it deserves to be on the small screen so renting it on Redbox, i mean there's no reason to see it on the big screen it came out in the middle of summer and just it never got much publicity wasn't on a ton of screen so it was in the theater for a long time though i mean i remember wanting to go see it and then 
three or four weeks later looking up and yeah, it was still there. So it was one of those movies that kind of stayed for a, a while and made a little bit of money, but not much. Yeah. Like The Walk. The Walk was only in theaters for, what, two weeks? Yeah. Uh, Jen, and, Jen and the Holograms got pulled after two. So if you were trying to watch wow. that, yeah, no, you're out of luck. <laughs> waiting for the, for the rush of the crowd to nope. abate. The, Don't worry, I'll let you know when it's available on Redbox. Yeah. So uh, what about on the streaming side? Pre-loaded. What you got for us? All right, so over there at Amazon Studios, they have their pilot season. They had about eight or nine pilots out there. They actually have 12, but most of them are for children. A lot of cartoony kind of stuff, and I didn't look at any of those. But I, I spent most of the weekend looking at these Amazon pilots, mainly because there's one called Edge, which is a Western. And it's written and directed by Shane Black. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy that uh, seeks revenge on his um, something that happened with his brother. It's got Ryan Katane in it and some other people. I was really expecting it to be really good. It was horrible. Oh, that's Worst a shame. one of the lot. I yeah. like uh, Shane Black a lot. Well, you won't like this because it, <laughs> actually it's an hour long drama. And Does it's it... trying to play with like it's Shane Black tone. Shane Black did a uh, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. and Love that film. Uh, I think he also did... Uh, uh, Iron Man three, or he wrote one of the Iron Man. He did one of the Iron Man. I think it was Iron Man three. They're the funniest of the of the three Iron Mans. But in this one, it would have been a a much better show if it were a half hour long. Mm-hmm. They they just they they couldn't handle the tone. The other one that was sort of interesting is Z, the beginning of everything. It's got uh, Christina Ricci as Zelda Sayer, and in the first show she meets it's F. Scott Fitzgerald, and uh, sort of there's their story it's taking from there. So uh, Tim Blake Nelson is the director of that. It's probably the best one of the lot. The, the other one is Patriot. I didn't see that because it's a spy movie, a spy thing, and it was an hour long. So that's the only one of these I, I didn't really watch. But there is a comedic one called Heiston. It's about a guy that has schizophrenia. Okay. And he has imaginary people that like celebrities that visit him and give him, give him advice. The celebrities in this show were Shaquille O'Neal and Flea from the Red Chili Peppers. Did you recognize either of them? Well, he says, oh, you're Flea or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard not to recognize Shaquille O'Neal. They're actually there. They're in the show. It's kind of funny. Hmm. Uh, it's got Chris Parnell in it and Mary Lynn uh, Rajkub, who are actually really hilarious as his parents. Uh, another one's called Good Girls Revolt which is uh, Tony, my fiance, really liked that. And it's about a, uh, women in the 60s and 70s attempting to break into the news uh, uh, media, like uh, television news, like Anchorman. <laughs> okay, doing the evening news. Doing the evening news. And then uh, the last one is called One Mississippi, and I, I like Tig Notaro a lot. She's a uh, storyteller comedian. And she tells these long, intricate stories with a very deadpan voice. And anyway, she's hilarious to me. This show was not. She's go, she goes <laughs> back to Mississippi because her her mother's dying. And actually, I I got all caught up because it's this is around the time of year when Granny died last year. And anyway, she comes back to Mississippi, and I don't know. Fair enough. A lot so... of people are getting. It's getting more critical acclaim than all the rest of them. Louis C.K. is producing it. Um, and I think it was written by Ke- the 
Diablo Cody or Cody Diablo, whatever that girl's name so is. So one Mississippi will probably get picked up for a season run. Do you think any of the others make a season run, or are you hoping one of the other ones gets picked up for a full season? No, I don't know. I, I, I can't make a judgment on that because I didn't really like any of them. Next week I'm going to talk about the Netflix shows that are new, and I think there's one on there that, that I, I like. All right, sounds good. He's a, I'm not. No, whatever. But you can go check them out and then vote on Amazon. Speaking, so there's my Amazon Prime picks of the weeks. Speaking of Netflix, do you have a Netflix pick for us? Well, this is counter programming for uh, the. I knew that I was going to have to see Spectre, so I wanted to see if there were any spy movie action movies out there that I might like. Mm-hmm. And I typed in somewhere spy action movies on Netflix. This came up. It's a Korean movie. It's called The Suspect. Came out in 2013, directed by Shin Yo Won. And it's about a field agent in North Korea who is abandoned and in on some mission in North Korea, and he defects to South Korea. And something happens in South Korea where he becomes a suspect. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit convoluted at the beginning, but even though it's foreign language, you can keep up with it. Um, the person that they that is set up as his adversary is he has a really interesting character entrance. He's a uh, training for special ops forces in South Korea, and this other guy, uh, Yu Yu Gong, is the character's name, played by Ji Dong Shou, and uh, the other character who's his adversary is Cho, played by Jae Won Ju. And uh, their interactions in the in the first part of the movie sort of set the tone, uh, sort of like heat, mm-hmm. a little bit more action at the beginning. And at the end, there's a slow part in the middle, which is character building stuff. And, yeah, you know, kind of got a little bit off track in terms of tone, but the rest of the movie uh, made up for it. There's a lot of good action at the beginning, a lot of good action at the end, a lot of hand-to-hand combat, style of the raid, that, that sort of thing. Um, that so. piques my interest then. So yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Pretty good spy movie. I like it. Glad I saw it. All right, so uh, we're kind of mixed about the three movies coming out in theaters this week. Uh, the 33, you're willing to pay to see it, but just so you can sneak in and see the Peanuts film. Uh, I'm in the holiday spirit, so I wouldn't mind watching Love the Coopers. We're both going to take a pass on My All-America and wait for it to come out on TNT. For Redbots, we've got Mr. Holmes. Amazon's got a whole slate, 12 film or twelve TV shows, I believe you said, yeah. available for you to watch season, uh, episode one and vote to see which one of them gets made into a full season-long show. And if you've got Netflix, you're recommending The Suspect instead of people going and watching Spectre. Yeah, if you want to see a good spy movie this week, The Suspect. Now, if you have seen Spectre or want to hear our thoughts on it, we will be reviewing it for episode 96 of Laugh. Hmm. So I can tell you're very excited to review the 24th <laughs> Bond film. It'll be fun talking to you about it, Mr. Two Frames. I like it. Well, right. thank you for joining me in studios. Thank you. There be dragons. Hawks at Bonham. Bonham.